This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. One time we left the front door open and the dude comes in with his dog. The dog starts like running. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, we're on <laughs> podcast. We got something going on here. Yeah. And it was, I think it was the Papa's podcast, was it? No. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't when we had everybody. It was, it was, when we, it was one of the shows we had like a, a few people in. I could remember, but all of a sudden. I don't think it was our Papa's one. No, I don't, it wasn't. And then all of a sudden, this guy comes in with his dog, and the whole, oh my God, I didn't realize you were podcasting. I'm like, you didn't notice all the equipment yeah. and everyone wearing headphones. Yeah. You just figured you'd just walk in and say, hey, what's up? Yeah. But anyway, the guy was cool, and we went with it and put it on, and we grabbed the dog collar from the back and put it on his dog and sent him on his way. And Advertising 101. Yeah, that was it. So It's good. But it was cool. Um, so you just you just flew in here. I went home for the you weekend. Literally just landed I, at FLL and drove right here. I drove right here, not before Dunkin' Donuts. Right there, so you go. You got your I Dunkin'. Got, I got my Dunkin'. Got you some Munchkins. You got me Munchkins. <laughs> I don't know how to take that, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're vertically challenged. I am vertically challenged. It's a well-known fact in all of South Florida that Dennis Real is a vertically challenged individual. Um, yeah, no, but Anthony. But thank you so much for doing that and coming in at last last minute like that. And I know we were just I was talking to Carl last night. I'm like, let's come up with something cool for Monday and he didn't even hesitate. So that worked yeah, out great. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Um before we get rolling, I wanna welcome um Anthony Medillo to the Connected by Water podcast. Right? KM Sport Fishing. Yeah, Isla Mujeres. Isla Mujeres. We are powered by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Fuel Bar. Very good friends at Papa's Pilar Rum. Um, once again, I'd like to also add that we welcome. Um, this is the second episode that we're kind of touting about bringing in Finor as our the official sunglasses of the uh, Connected by Water podcast. Great product. And uh, the W Sauce, which we had. Let me tell you something about W Sauce, so real quick. We had the um, we did our Miami Dolphins episode, the previous episode, and Yanni. Oh yeah, and Go Fins eight and three. Um, but Jim had brought in this black fin fish dip, 
It was great. We dipped it in that. Incredible. Yeah, it, it took it over the top. So very, very proud to have the W sauce. I want to point here. out that the boat on the Finwar box yes. is the 1969-42 Merit known today as Picoflor. Come on. Which, which is the boat that I took huh. this spring really? to uh, yes. East Lamahannis and uh, tied up next to Anthony. It's uh, John yes. Richardson from uh, Texas's boat, and uh, his son Wade and I had, did a big job on that boat refitting it with the help of the folks at Merritt's. And nice. Anyway, uh, that's a picture that uh, Jessica Haydall Richardson, Wade's wife, took. And they put it on their package, so that's pretty cool. It's a pretty Pompano cool, interesting boat. fact. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Pompano the, boat uh, right on there. The... You know, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I just held it up on the camera. But if you're listening, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch it. Yeah, and you you can see that we're holding up there. Or better yet, go out and buy yourself a pair of Finor sunglasses, and you can have your own personal box with the Peak Four on there. Peak Four on there. Right. That's there right. There you go. Um, and we let's roll through here and talk about our do-gooder this week. Okay. Great selection. Because. Um, for those of you that don't know, Corey Redwine, generally speaking, texted me and said, this is our do-gooder of the week, which is probably why we get so many do-gooders from Central Florida and the Merritt Island area and Indian River Lagoon. Um, but this week we have a good friend of ours being nominated. When she texted me this one, I said, oh, yeah, that's absolutely perfect. No-brainer. So this week's Starbright winner works for IGFA. And he's a top-notch fisherman, and I think that is really selling it short because he is an incredible angler and yep. you know all-around waterman. And we're definitely speaking about Adrian Gray. And um, since we're in an art studio, he's and, also an well, incredible was, artist. You just basically took the words right out of my mouth too, and I said, and all those things are great, but the yep. one thing that he is above and beyond is an incredible photographer, incredible painter, incredible designer. Um, super talented, super humble guy. Like his talent flies knows under no the bounds. radar, but it's, his talent knows no bounds. He's yeah. incredible. I mean, that guy, he can do so much, and he's humble, and uh, he's sweet, and he yeah. loves what he does, and uh, he's a great steward of not only our sport, but doing the right thing on the water. Absolutely. So that is definitely an if-you-know-you-know you know kind of situation uh, yeah. with Adrian and within the industry, um, you know. He's very well known outside the industry. Sure. He prefers to keep it on the on the down low, I think. But um, Adrian just does, does great things for the environment. Um, he, he's just always been a great steward for as long as I've known him, and I've known him a very long time. He's one of yeah. my closest friends, and and, and um, he's just does you know he's always been a top notch uh, and respectful steward of of keeping things clean and keeping things right when it comes to conservation. So. Yeah. Um, congratulations, Adrian. You get the Starbright Bucket of Fun, which is the reggae sponge and the citrus cleaner. And this is like whack-a-mole. Right? Whack-a-mole. Yes, yeah. the citrus cleaner, <laughs> salt off, and the boat wash, and all the fun stuff. As if you probably don't have it all already, because I think he probably does, because he uses it all the time, these environmentally, yet very effective products. Um, yep. That Starbright has cracked the code of coming up with the hybrid solution of being able to do both. They sure have. So congratulations, Adrian, and we love you to death. We do. So on to business, my friends. Anthony. Yes, sir. Carl here, t here tells me that you um, are a pioneer of of the Isla Mujeres. You and your family are the pioneers of, of Isla Mujeres, and about seven miles off the coast of Cancun. Um, is seven this magical? 
Seven, seven miles long. The island is well, seven long? miles long, three miles. Three miles from Cancun. Three miles from Cancun. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, sorry. I'm right, not so good. I We're not driving Oops. tonight. <laughs> I got it backwards. Cheers. I think we <laughs> need to open up a munchkin for that one. That yeah, might be right? okay. that calls right. for a munchkin. Right. So, uh, um, but you guys discovered this glorious land, right? So of uh, sailfish and you know massive, you know. Anthony's responsible for the wintertime fishery there. Okay, because so um, so that's well that's. Yeah. People aren't listening and tuning in to hear me explain the whole thing. Sure. So they're, they are for you, though. So that wintertime thing was sort of a, a little bit of an accident. You know, I think I was just there at the right time. I had okay. gotten married. We put a boat there. there hadn't Congratulations. Been a, there hadn't been a boat there and at that time of the year really looking like we would look. And for the first couple of years, we didn't get them. I mean, we didn't catch them. They, yeah. We were... We were catching king mackerels and well you were fishing on home grounds yeah we were fishing on home grounds and it just it just didn't it didn't all jive i remember the phone call oh yeah everybody and he, up and he says carl you won't believe it he goes it was a cloud of freaking sailfish on the down really pack. and i'm like what Beyond do you mean wolf pack, and he goes huh? he goes hundreds and H- i'm like hundreds no hundreds you know. hundreds catching them yeah Catching fifty with one rod I'll never in a forget, circle. I will never forget that call. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh no, it was nuts. We when when it when we got rolling, so we were mackerel fishing and we caught five for four, right? So not four for five, but five for four sails mm-hmm. on my king gear, which was one we tangled up. So we caught two on one line. We caught the rest, and the next little bit, it was like, okay, there's some fish around. This is pretty good. This is cool. So we started looking a little bit. And oh my goodness, yeah. We, I mean, we we got on them. I called John Bayless, Chip Schaefer. I mm-hmm. called Carl. I called every single person that would answer their telephone. Like that I, I had. found them. Like I found them. Like I found them. Like you never even dreamt. This yeah. was, you know, it, it. You know, double digits is a big day. You know, and it still is, in my opinion. Sure. You know, if you catch ten sails, that's a great day. It's a great day. Come on. You know, but this was, you know, when I caught sixty. Like, you know, yeah. you know, it's crazy. Anyway, it was in from that point, a couple of the guys, Mike Brady, Chip Schaefer, they came down straight away on. I remember talking to Chip about it and 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 he was asking me all the right questions. And, you know, I'm thinking back at it now and how it all went down. And, well, questions is yes. Well, you. questions about, you know, you know, how far did you go? What color was the water? How deep were you? Did it, you know, was there bait? Were they staying? Did you go back and find them there the same day? You know, mm-hmm. the next day. And uh, that, it was, it was everything you wanted. And we got them for two months. Wow. <laughs> it was, we were rim racking them. And uh, that was the beginning of it. Uh, and then after that, you know, that was a, a handful of boats understood what was going on. And then we did, a, we started doing this sailfish underwater, sailfish dive and all that. Mm-hmm. That was, that was on accident. That was a, we'd caught so many that I realized my guests were fishing for me, not okay. for, you know, they were, I'm, jacked up and they were done i mean they caught 50 right and they couldn't even crank them in anymore yeah, you came, uh, they're jumping all over the place yeah. and i'm flipping out and wheeling the boat around and they are like they're not even happy yeah, it sounds like you're catching so you them like to, mahi schools you have to understand anthony gets a little excited at times and, and <laughs> the coffee never ends so when anthony says he's jacked up 
Oh, yeah. Anthony's okay. ready to roll. No, no, no. Ready so to you're roll. like Mr. It's Ball it's of it's Energy it. on the boat. Yeah. Ready to roll. Yeah. Okay. Nonstop. So, so this is actually so this is this is the perfect storm for you. Oh yeah, perfect storm. So I said because we'd been swimming with whale sharks and all that and doing that in the springtime. Mm-hmm. I said to the folks, I said, "Well, you want to try swimming with them?" It was flat calm and they were everywhere, big balls of them, hundreds of them. I said, "I mean, this lady right. was out of her clothes in a bikini, whoom, right in the in the water." Is that that's when Pat Ford showed up? After <laughs> Pat, Pat came the next year, year gotcha. after or so. Okay, and uh, I know, I know, he goes down there. He he loves the going bikini. down there. And, yeah, yeah. Bikini. <laughs> so, but he loves going down and taking pictures down at, that was at Isla. The, that was the whole shebang. We we put it out there. Guy came down the same year, the year before Guy. I think we did. We were published in Nat Geo Society, mm-hmm. not TV Society, okay. the real deal. Right. Um. And then we did the BBC Planet Earth, which we're reshooting. We're re- that right now. We're reshooting for next year. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very so cool. Ha- so how'd you link up with them? BBC. That's a cool story. That's a really fun story. Um, you remember Rick Rosenthal? <laughs> Absolutely. He's from New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. He's right? Cameron. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Rick was down there. You're from Rhode Island, right? I'm from Rhode Island. Oh, okay. you know what's yeah. cool. Sorry, before you get into the whole BBC thing, we'll put a marker right there. Don't forget about that. But um, and not I'm not touting this. I just think it's cool. So I'm an artist for the United States Mint. Oh, okay. I came out with my first coin last year, which is the Rhode Island dollar coin. Come on, the, the Daniel Harrisoff's. Uh, yeah, the 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 sloop. Yeah, the the sloop. The, it no was all about kidding. American innovations and yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he was and the, the American Shoff innovator that they honor for Rhode Island and everything. Like, yeah, so we so well, we're, look at that. We're, cool. We just found out how we're connected by water right there. Yeah, that cool. is very cool. Yeah, nice. So BBC. Go ahead. So Rick was down there for they were trying to do a grouper uh, shoot, and it wasn't going his way. He was with another crew. They had they didn't have any numbers. You know, they had no spots. I'm like. How are you going to do this without any stuff? Anyway, it didn't work out. I gave him some numbers, and I got talking to Rick. And and I don't remember how I had met Rick earlier, but somehow we were acquaintances. Anyway, I said to him, this is what I got for, for – and this is before, you know, having a cell phone to go, you know, show pictures and stuff. Right. And I said, I got 200 fish in a bait ball, and we can go from spot to spot all day. Until you can't swim anymore. Mm-hmm. You're booked. Done. He went home. He said, I said, you know, I had no idea how the film thing worked. I didn't really understand, you know, when somebody said they wanted three minutes of footage or seven minutes of footage, what that meant. I can tell you seven minutes equals about 30 days. Yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah. That's a job. Right. That's a job. That's a back-breaking job. And that's what they wanted. It was seven minutes. He booked 30 days, sight unseen. Check was sent. Wow. Done. Booked the boat for the whole for the whole time. Yeah. And he put us absolutely on the map as far as a you know, our sport fishing business is one thing, and then our ecotourism and photography business is a whole nother. I mean, we've done work you with know, it's funny, every I don't even I even think of that. We've done business with I just every think of it every, as just going down there and going fishing yeah, with you. You know what I mean? I, the ecotourism and the photography, I don't even think of that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a good point. And it's a it's a it's a great business it's a you know it's a safe business it's there's no environmental damage mm-hmm. per se 
you know. Because yeah, you're filming in the wild. Yeah, you're filming in the wild. You're doing, you know, pretty uninvasive things. So it's pretty good. At the end of the day, you come home and nothing died, nothing got hurt. Mm-hmm. So it's a good gig. Right. And it's another gig. You know, and, and as you know, in this business, I mean, you better have a few gigs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you <laughs> you have you know, it sounds on. to me like you found something you could double up on, that, and that's that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, and, and what's happened is my guests, my sport fishing guests, they end up jumping in the water. A lot of times I make them jump in the water. Right. You know, because I see it going on, and even if they're not these, you know, crazed swimmers or divers or photographers, you can learn more. Mm-hmm than you've ever imagined, as you well know. You jump in the water and you see how a fish behaves for one second and you're like, oh, I got this. You know. Yeah. I know now it, I it now helps. now this I know how inspiring he's, me. It helps. Yeah, now I know how he's not I get it. You know, you can see him back there mm-hmm. wheeling around. So it's cool. You know, it's really cool. And we've done this with big Mako's. We've gone now a full blown I got two boats in the in the springtime mm-hmm. with cages, full on shark cages, the whole thing. Which is there a heavy shark presence down there? You know, n- no. It depends. The that's a there are a lot of sharks is up it, to the northwest yeah. where they're long lining them, and they've cut that out. And we don't have shark problems like I guess you have here. You know, eating sails and all that kind of. Yeah, craziness. we're in a little bit of a unique biosphere when it comes right. to that yeah, aspect right. of it. We we right. got a little. We have a little bit of an issue. So when we start complaining about our issue. People right. are like, what are you talking about? They're extinct. It's all over Discovery right. Channel. Right. It's like, well, we're a little different here than the rest of the world. Sure. We and, have a problem sure, here. But that's so that's why I was asking right. if you have the same similar circumstance we, that we do. We don't. Those are more like Costa Rica where it's more sparse. It's pretty sparse. Yeah. It's pretty rare to ever see a shark other than obviously if we're chumming for them yeah. offshore. The Mako thing, they're there mating which we've done a lot of studies with Guy, and we've done a, the Southeast Nova, mm-hmm. a bunch of tagging. I think we tagged 106 okay. with rate with satellite tags, Sure. Um, with spot tags. So we've got the whole thing tracked, mapped, crazy, cool information. Um, I, I mean, the way you found him, and I, I mean, I, I, was, I went to Isla for- uh, Yeah, I mean- I was dock partner with him for 15 years, but we, when we started fishing dredges, and the oh, next yeah. thing you know, <laughs> yeah, like every once in a while you're going along and like, holy man, I'll be like, Lips, what the heck is it? I said, I just got cleaned out by a Mako. And I mean, they yeah. come up and just take the dredge right out of right. the water, take the whole shoot and match, bang, all gone. Mako's just gone, and, bang a dredge. And, and, we, and, he, and like two days later, he'd be going like, I can't believe it, it happened to me too. And, and it started to happen, you know, and, and this was in, in May in the classic yeah. Isla mm-hmm. fishery, not the, that's the, right. not the new winter fishery no, okay. it's not new anymore it's 20 years old i know but anyway that's kind of how that's kind of how it was found it was by mistake you know these things coming in pile and eating the dredges sure. and, and, and lips put it together i call him right. lips, Anthony. We, we, but he put it together to what figure you out think, wait, what's your name lips i don't yeah. know how we got how, that. i don't know that's right. wink calls everybody yeah. lips yeah <laughs> so we started fishing together with uh wink they call clam <laughs> lips <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, yeah, we started fishing together on uh, the Sharia 3 and uh, 43 married up. So this is the Velasta. one, hold on, so, this is so the we, one you're telling me is, is the Roosevelt boat, right? Yeah. That's correct. So yeah. it's the FDR. So grandson. This is grand, his his grandson. grandson. FDR's grandson. grandson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so. <laughs> so you guys are working I, on I FDR's, go, the, like a, a Roosevelt boat. Yeah. I'm, I'm the mate. Yeah. He's coming to relieve me because I got to go to school, right? So he's coming. For, for college. To so to I got to go back to school. School, school. school, school. Yeah, I got to okay. go back to school. 
So anyway. Trying to do the responsible thing. Trying to do the responsible thing. So anyway, he comes along. Okay. Down on the dock, he comes. And you had been fishing on the cat's meow. And he'd seen some tunas and, you know, knew enough about what's up. Okay. Get on the boat. Let's go. Here we go. First day. Right? 300 pounder. Boom. Boom. He's fighting him. And I tell him, look, man. And he cranks him right up. I mean, just wheels him right through the guides. And this is, we're fishing, we're fishing 19 wire. Oh, you know. 19 wire. Yeah, 19 wire, like 20 feet of it. Spread of eyes. The whole shebang, right? <laughs> and a gaff. No, no harpoon, no, yeah. none of that jazz. And we got to pull him up. And he cranks him right in. I mean, green So he's rag. live. So he's live. I said, man, yeah. Carl, if I let go of this thing, because I'm not going to break him off. We right. wanna, we, we're here to take him home. Sure. So if I let go, make sure you back <laughs> off on this thing. How big is it? Like 300 pounds. 300, not, not, <laughs> yeah, not, not humongous. Baby, a baby Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's like, I got this. Okay, no problem. And I mean, I, here we go. There's wire flying. I got him. Okay. Fish goes mental. I'm like <laughs> pummeled. I let go. Carl, Rod, everything <laughs> flying out of the chair. Whammo, Come on, up Whammo. against the cover board. On, uh, Rod out of the boat, uh, tight on the safety line. Really? Him on top of me. <laughs> you're, uh, like, you're like Sheriff Brody there and then the and, bottom of the and, boat. It was crazy. And, right? and we're in a you know, little tiny back end of a merit boat. See, I'm, st- I'm thinking he's got him on the wire and I'm going, well, I'm getting out and I'm going to uh, gaff him. Right. So I'm like halfway in the process, and all of a sudden the fish goes Hatter. absolutely back crap, tail spinning, and he and so he dumps, and I'm like halfway in between and just getting out, fucking, <laughs> and I get pummeled into the into, into the transom of the boat. First day on, on the job, he's like laying on the rail. Like, I'm like flat like a pancake <laughs> with my eyes rolled back in my head, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I can't wait to get out of here. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm going to die on this boat. Oh, oh yeah. So was, did you go to college after this? You, I did. You stay. Was that I enough did. to make you stay? I, I went. I went for a year and a half, and then and then I went fishing. All right. Yep. And then I went fishing. <laughs> yep. All right. Let me rewind it a little bit because because we'll 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 get up north fairly soon. Oh man, soon we're here, all so, over the place. So, so we're we're um, I, well. I want like listen. The only way I I could just I can see that. I swear to God, like by it's the way, like, I'm right eating now, these munchkins like, like they're, they're freaking flaming. Right <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna like you're gonna. I don't think there's many left. <laughs> you're gonna hover out of here. You're gonna I hope sure. you don't like glaze because they're no, gone. Dude, that's good, man. Knock them back. <laughs> Nick, you want some more munchkins? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, please take them away from me. Um. So let, let's work south, then we'll work. Then we'll work our way north, right? Okay. So I want to talk about Isla a little bit more. What 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 put you down there first? Like, how'd you get down there? Because so, you're from Rhode Island. So I'm how'd from you get Rhode down Island. So like he was like t- you're the pioneer of this area, right? Well, it, it, it might, no, well no. No, uh, no, 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 Take me through no. the whole. All right, all right then, then correct me well, if I'm wrong. Then take me through. So my father-in-law owned, and still owns, w- one of the larger docks, one a big pier, and the fuel depot. Okay. Back in the Originally day, the only one. The only one. Okay. And he was friends. The only one sounds like pioneer to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah, good no, stuff. He was. For sure. Yeah. And he became friends with Walter Fundren. Okay. And Stuart. And Stuart Campbell. Gotcha. And, and that whole class, right? Mm-hmm. And good class. The, yeah, yeah. Good company to yeah. keep. I mean, Walter Walter was his best friend. Yeah. I mean, just really, really good, good pals. Yeah, nice. And uh, anyway, when all that began... Walter helped 
Enrique kind of navigate through a little bit of the sport fishing, how it's going to go. Okay. So they wrote some rules. They wrote some ideas on how they wanted things to be. And we still hand that same sheet to all the boats as they come to the dock. Rules yeah. pertaining to what? Well, <laughs> like a little bit of old. Now it's considered. Like governmental regulation? Considered, well, and now a lot of them have become regulation. Yeah. Okay. So, so. So at first, these are gentlemen's rules. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're, and they're, and a lot of it still is Which gentlemen I, I, rules. Well, I think gentlemen's rules rule over government rules and, anyway. And, and it, as it should be. Uh, so yeah, yeah. we've always kept it that they wanted it and everybody always wanted to keep it a dead bait trolling fishery. Okay. And there's always a lot of debate. Well, why don't we live bait? Why don't we do this? Well, you don't need to. And if you can hone yeah, I know your that's, skills, that doesn't take me as the type of fishery yeah. that you need to live bait. No, and if you I mean, can you're hone not putting a kite up and no. down there, right? No, if no. you can yeah. hone your skills to hook them dead bait trolling, yeah. Well, then you can certainly hook them on a live bait. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's that's a no brainer. So, and and even on my boat, for the most part, my guests have the rods. So so so, so I let my people try to hook their own. And anyway, so all that, those rules and all that stuff about, you know, not backing into a bunch of bait, a bait ball, mm-hmm. not backing in there and pitching baits. Right. So we're trolling them. So we're trying to bait them like you would yeah. bait a school yeah, of so tuna. You're, you're trying you're, to come, come around. And, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which is tricky. And you, everybody right, has to sort of It's kind of like the way you do be, with like yellowfin, like same thing where it, you're just trying to like come around. Exactly. Yeah. And some guys are very good at it. And some guys have no patience for it. And some guys try really hard. And learn how to do it. Yep. And that's how you should be. Mm-hmm. And then the next year they come back and they're better at it and they're better at it. And then they're really good at it. Right. You know, rather than sticking their, you know, lip out and being pouty and, yeah. you know, backing in there and pitching baits all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not very tricky. Right. It's, yeah. It's fun, but it's not very it's tricky. It's fun. Works for tournaments, but, you know, when you... but I mean, in so, some and some in it some, doesn't. In some cases, yeah. You know. I hear you. I hear you. So, I mean, it's pretty, that's a little controversial. I'm sure well, somebody no, will reply to I that. I love controversial. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, but that's what I was going to ask. So, like, are you one of the, like, dead bait versus live bait, like, in just overall, like, so, a dead bait guy? I'm a dead bait guy. For 100%. All right. No matter where you're at. Oh, no. I Oh, no. I'm not a foolish guy. Okay. I'm a dead like bait guy. Like, if you're fishing guy. off hey, over here, you're Oh, yeah. Think you're oh, yeah. If I was fishing off around here, he'd If I was be... fishing out here, I'd have. Two kites and the whole shebang. Okay, right, right. Yeah, like 16 everything. mates and gotcha. here we go. Doing, doing yeah. Get it get it on. The yeah. piano, the orchestra. Yeah, yeah. of yeah. course. It's an interesting thing. You know, I mean, like, we know I spent a lot of time in Eastland, many years. You know, I don't know, 15 years, someone Briar Patch. We went down many, you know, we had three different boats there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, we, you know, I tied a mix of them. And you do, it is, is where you refine. But you're, you, what really happens is your crew gets better and your anglers get better. Because you're getting multiple chances. And, like, I mean, fishing with Wink, like, that was a big thing, is teaching our anglers how to point at the clip. You know, feed them through the rig or do that so that you're getting the bites. And then for years, the masters came down, and we fished the master anglers there. And, they, you know, and that was always fun. It was a big yeah. week. And, it's a big, you know, that was a big part of my business. It was a, I missed yeah. that. That was a big I mean, yeah. Got, I mean, got I was to meet some good people. Great people. I, you know, I was booked the week before. He was booked it, the week before. And it, it was and not even for the you booking know? for the yeah. the clients. You know, the yeah. people. Yeah. How did how how would you ever get to meet such people? Yeah. Anyway, so. it's you, but you go like I fished out of Stewart for no longer you know twenty some years, right? And mm-hmm. that's all trolling. 
little bit of live baiting. You know, we, we fish some greenies and yeah, stuff up there. Yeah, you get to the yeah. bend of the state and it, everything changes there. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. it becomes more effective to troll just because right. you've got more ground to cover and, you know, those little bomber sharks get you and, you know, they're eating your baits all day and just, uh, you right. know, all kind of stuff. And then down here, you know, I mean, you got to live bait. And if you're not live baiting and flying kites, you're not going to compete. Right. You're just right. not. And so... You know, like, I mean, I, I so you have to go through that whole thing, and then that's like Anthony. He'll totally like adapt. He'll go anywhere. He'll too. do whatever. It's the same thing. Like kings He's, and planers, like, right yeah. up front. It's like you have to, you know. You know, now we're flying kites for giant tunas. I mean, yeah. you know. And oh, yeah. Kites. No, I mean, it. it I, I, you know. so I, I fish up in Cape Cod still. I was just, before I got here, I was talking to my buddy up there, and, and he he fishes out of out of Miami and Fort Lauderdale, and he's a big live bait guy. And he always says we're in a, you know, constant, you know. Yeah battle because i'm a dead bait guy and he's a live bait guy but if they're biting live baits man you can bet bet your bottom dollar that's what's happening that's what they're biting of course yeah you don't want to be fooled you got to be able to adapt so uh, going back to the the pioneer days so that enrique at put that place on the map Mm -hmm. that that's that is what happened there and then everybody started coming down there uh from wink to gary stuve to the Everybody come down there. Yeah, that was the whole. Mojave would come down there, right? He, Jose came one time. One time, that's it. Yeah, one yeah, time. Yeah, he he came down like later on and, yeah. and uh, brought the CV down. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, tied up. Oh we, wow, we I put, didn't know. Just the, the just the together. one time. Yeah, gotcha. and I helped him put gotcha. the whole thing together. We, right. He yeah. came down with the CV. Yeah, and um, did that. Jumped in the water, shot some underwater footage, and mm-hmm. did you know, and and put a couple nice shows together for sure. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, I mean, Enrique, he's talking. You know, it, we can't. Enrique is an absolute. Ele- well, then elaborate he, on he, Enrique. Well, he, I mean, he had Jacques Cousteau comes down, mm-hmm. yeah. and Enrique takes him out. Enrique's, you know, he's a diver, and uh, Enrique knows this place it was this cave where the the, the uh, nurse sharks were going to sleep. They called it this cave of the sleeping sharks. And Cousteau comes down, sees all this stuff, and he comes and does an episode, an episode with yeah. you know on you know Jacques Cousteau's undersea world with Enrique yeah. in the nineteen sixties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow. So, like, it, you know, Enrique had done so much, and, and the Texans, you know, definitely. My sister Louise's idol, by the way, Jacques Cousteau. You know, it's, yeah, I mean, I, you know, yeah. I mean, iconic stuff. And, uh, big picture of him in my house. Yeah. I mean, w- Enrique's with, the, with a, him. Yeah. An amazing yeah. guy. I mean, he really is. He's an amazing man. I, and I, uh, I, I you know, yeah, he's he become that, a very good friend. He got that, uh, what was it, the Rockefeller Award, the yeah. Conservation Award from the Billfish from Foundation? Billfish Foundation, yep. Yeah, Alan gave him that. Totally deserved. Yeah, no, he's he's a neat guy. Really yeah, cool. Nice. Really cool dude. Yeah, and I've never had the chance to meet him. I'd love to. Well, and um, come on, great business yeah, guy. Right. You know, owns the the family's done an incredible job on East Luma Harris. So I would say, uh, being not only good stewards of the island and promoting the island and, mm-hmm. and trying to make the island, you know, some, but also, um, you know, Thanks, being. Sick. Good business people, and Anthony, his wife, Keen, uh, Keen's sister, and her husband. I mean, the whole family is involved in everything that, that's going on in their businesses there, and they're successful because they work so damn hard at it, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I'm talking multiple hotels, restaurants, the dock, the fuel, the, right? It's a, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a, a nonstop. I mean, they never stop. So you've done good. Yeah, we've been blessed. Nice. We sure have. So what kind of uh, – you mentioned – you kind of alluded, mentioned – you kind of hinted to a little bit of conservation stuff here like has, has it played a role at all Huge. down there i mean i mean because i i would have to think that obviously mexico is looking at this as from a tourism perspective at first but the, but is it becoming like a source of influence from from that 
regard? Mexico, that our area of Mexico is very green. Very. Very green. Very forward thinking because there's a lot of, that Contoy, my, Enrique's father Mm -hmm. was the minister of tourism. Yeah. Of so, all of Mexico. So, of all okay. of Mexico. So he, he oh, developed. the whole country. So he founded Cancun in 1970. Okay. He founded it. So his name is on yeah. placards all over the place. He also made huge, vast swaths of land, parks, mm-hmm. untouchable. Boom. National Contoy National East, Park. Isla Contoy is a, an island just north of Eastland and everything. Yeah. An absolute beautiful rookery. Taking bird. a page out of the Roosevelt book. The whole thing. Right? Oh, yeah. Beautiful Incredible. stuff. There's yeah. there's just miles. <laughs> yeah. Miles <laughs> and miles of uh of estuaries. Yeah. It's all national park. Yeah, nice. So the areas it's gotten way, way green, and with a whale shark business, the whale shark diving is that's that's huge. that's a big deal. Huh? That's a big deal. Yeah, well, it's world yeah. class. Now that's a big they, deal. you see you see them a lot down there. Then I'm assuming. Well, in July and August, if everything goes according to plan, the there can be a hundred, there can be two hundred of them in a whack. Come on. Oh yeah, like is like in an area no bigger than this little city block. They're wow. all nutted up together. That's a jackpot right there when you oh, get yeah. that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, wow. That, that's, that would got that. Yeah, so that'd be something. So that's a big deal, right? So that is open to the masses, meaning it touches more people than, say, the sport fishing business. Sure. The sport fishing touches many guys that have become mates, and the Isla Maharas mates are now fishing mm-hmm. everywhere. I, I always say yeah. the, the, the sports fishing industry is the biggest little industry there is. Right. Yeah. But yeah. this whale shark thing, that's made the government, as you said, you know, does the government take notice of it? Yeah, they've taken notice to that big mm-hmm. time. And they're, they're on that. Yeah. Um, the conservation with the fishing, you know, there's not as many charter boats there as you would think. Right. There, there are, but they don't really do as much damage. They don't mm-hmm. do much damage. And, and some of them, they'll still kill a sailfish for a mount, which is part of the business, and it's legal. Right. It's allowed, sure, and that's fine. Um, but there's a lot of release mounts now. Mm-hmm. That's taken a big, you know, a big turn. So, yeah, you know, either way. No, that's good. I, you know, the only, the only reason I ask that is I'm always just so curious. What other countries do, or, or what other steps, other other areas are taken? Yeah. We bring up conservation at least, at least once, right? Every show, you know, just because it's a big topic for us. At the end of the day. A lot of the guys, the charter guys, like any good sportsman, mm-hmm. I mean they they're still making they're making money because they're running a charter and they're making my tip and they're all doing that. I always look at the groupers, you know, the bottom fish catches, and we'll catch a lot of bottom fish, right? And we'll hit the snappers pretty hard, but we're pretty careful about the grouper population, and a lot of the guys are, you yeah, know, I would say so. many of the local guys <laughs> yeah. that could put a real whammy on them mm-hmm. understand. You know, to take one or two here and one here, and it lasts, not it lasts longer. Not yeah, right. Not put the yeah. put the jamming on them. Yeah, good. You know, the snappers and stuff, they take it tough. Yeah, nice. But there's a lot of them. Yeah, they. So so, if I'm hearing this right, all right, you head down to Mexico, you find all these sailfish, <laughs> you come into a nice little in- industry. And it's great, and everyone up here appreciates it, 
and and comes down and celebrates it with you and, and it it's cool but you're still running up north so well plus how i got there was being you know you're connected by water Love i it. go to see I, I i grew up in rhode island wink who we both mm-hmm. worked for and and i just had dinner with him the other night great great friend um i go down to the dock to peddle him some lures i ride my bicycle down there because he was tied up in east greenwich pre-college Oh yeah, yeah, like pre-license, <laughs> so, pre-driver's license. So Anthony, Anthony yeah. is an entrepreneur of, of all kinds, and I got a couple I'm other stories. This. I'm a couple other this. stories I got to tell you. He's Well, Carl, you stuff. know this is my favorite thing, right? Meeting people for, on the show for the first time. Yeah. This it really oh, there's is a like, lot to yeah, it. Yeah, this is good stuff. So anyway, and the, so the lure deal is, yeah, it's, he's an entrepreneur of hey. all kinds. So I met Wink, and I said, "Oh man, this is this is the kind of fishing I want to be doing." Anyhow, our paths continued to cross, continued to cross, and he wanted me to go fishing with him in the summertime. So he said, hey, come down to Mexico. And, and he calls and he says, can you deliver the boat with us? I'm still in high school. Mm-hmm. Anyway, of course, I flipped out. I called my dad. I got to go. I got to do this. Anyway, Haven called my dad to say it was going to be okay and this was, you know, wasn't some band of this, gypsies. Mr. And, Roosevelt. Haven yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that, that, you know, he'd be safe, that I would be safe. So I went down and I did it. I, I went to 1989. I took the boat with them. Call from Roosevelt. Still holds a lot of weight. I, I would, oh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I got to Isla Maharis. And from that year on, I hadn't missed a season. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you've been consecutive every year. Every, every year. Every since year. 89. Wow. Well, yeah. <clears throat> meeting a gorgeous and smart and incredibly talented wife helped too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it kind of keeps you in the Tell night. me about that then. Uh, that's funny. So we're walking up the road. No, you, you, you set that one up. Yeah. I got to hear about it now. Oh, God. So we're walking up the road. I'll tell it quick because it can get intolerable. We're walking up the road <laughs> with, uh, with Dennis Merton and Jim McGrath, mm-hmm. Jimmy from Grand Slam, right? Anyway, we're walking up the road. Car pulls up. And this is back. Isla Maharas had like three TVs, yeah. two bars. Yeah. That's it. They nine were, o'clock, nine o'clock. Nine game, o'clock. Lights out, game okay. over. Yeah. We couldn't go. There was no place to go drink and steam around all night. No. Right. No, 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 no. It was all on the dock. It was on. Yeah. That was it. That we, we made our own trouble. Okay. That was it. So anyway, we're, and this was years after. Car pulls up. Got three cute girls in it. Oh, man. I am. Hit the lottery. Anyway, perfect English girl driving says are you anthony yeah <laughs> wait 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 they I came to like, you and said your yeah, name yeah i am like this is right out of a movie man <laughs> i can't make this stuff up and she says and she says well where are you guys going and here and she's well i'm enrique's daughter i eyes got this big i am like i am out of here i'm in trouble now. i am in trouble now <laughs> wow. man i am not getting and, kicked and, off this dock and, and this was back when like with him you know you gave him all the money, yeah. the passports, the papers to the boat, the keys to the safe. You own me. You own us. Well, they yeah. held every, he, held he held everything, everything. for you because he had to. Yeah. It's just easier. Yeah, but it's better and, that way. And, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And, it, and I'm like, and this was back when, you know, we were far away. There was no sure. cell phone. There yeah. was no internet. I called yeah. home on the, on the Whiskey Oscar mic Whiskey on the, Oscar on the, Mike. On the yeah, something, side something band. In New Jersey. Oh, yeah. man, Whiskey Oscar Mike, yeah, the yeah, towers of Manhawk and New Jersey. Ah, there you go. The that, biggest, the biggest boat was 53 home. feet. 
Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, right? We that all went in boat. like 42, 43 footers. Yeah. Five 45 right. footers. That was it. That yeah. was that was the gig. You yeah. look at a uh, we looked at a 54 Bertram and we yeah. were like, yeah, that, that thing's a tank. Yeah. How are you ever going to catch anything with that? <laughs> sure. <Yeah>. So big. <laughs> and uh anyway, so I I like ran from this woman. I am like I am out of here. I'm going to get. But she said your name first. Yeah, well, because they all know Usually because there's only there I know. Well, there were only a handful of people there weren't very many boats there yeah. were eight boats and one dock go. at that time one dock. yeah there was nothing else i mean it was a it was a sand dock streets. with boats sand streets it, it was it was yeah. cool man so anyway that led to sooner or later i broke down and went and talked to her and that's how i met my wife congratulations yeah yeah Good yeah but you. at first i was horrified sure i think back to that moment now so now there's <laughs> now his daughter his daughter runs and, and both daughters are, are involved in the business and they have a, a restaurant at the top of the dock called Blue Ballyhoo, and they just do an incredible job. They're so engaged and uh, they're just, I mean they're totally into it and and they've been brought up by parents who are you know, driven. They're into it. Sure. And uh, now the girls are in there and I like this this spring when I was there it just. I mean, many nights we just went right up to the top of the dock, took our fish, and had her take care of everything. And you know, it's just I just well, I got to laugh. It's just awesome. You know what I mean? It's all good and fun. Yeah, it's a fun experience. It's yeah. not it's many fun. shows that we have someone rolling in that comes right off the plane and saying, "Here's coffee, here's donuts, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's true. That's true. That's how he rolls. Not, nothing says hello like a bunt cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nighttime. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> so listen. You're just there seasonally. No, well, or are you is, down there full time? I'm there full time. Yeah, full time, but yep. you're still running up north. So when I started my business, I started with one boat, and I needed a summer job. Okay. So I had a summer job that took me up to Gloucester, Massachusetts. So I kept that. So I kept okay. doing that. I did that for. So like, you're just doing like the September October thing up there? Well, I was going. There was no the whale shark thing hadn't taken off. Okay. So I was going up there. Like June, July, August, September, October. Oh, that long. Yeah. Okay. And 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 working on a sport boat and making some money and you know that mattered because mm -hmm. there was no there wasn't enough business to keep me going. You know, okay. I was fishing that April May season. You know, and the winter hadn't kicked off and whale sharking hadn't kicked off and one boat sort of just mucking along. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, I did that and that's what and I kept I I really like going back up there. You know, to the point now, I, I mean, I own a home in Canada. I got involved with the tagging program. I do a lot of, a, a bunch of tagging for Molly Lutcavage up Let there. Let me ask you a question about that, because recently up there in Nova Scotia, the, the tunas, they kind of, they let they left for a while. Yeah. But they're, but they're back. Oh, they're back. Right? There's a so lot of them. I want to know your theory, though. I got a very good friend of mine, Andy Boyce, mm -hmm. who says, um, and he wrote a very good article in Marlin Magazine recently about this to address the issue. He's kind of of the school of thought that they never left. They just changed their pattern, and then now it's just patterned back. So I, I was just curious to get your thoughts on that as someone who has reputation in that region. I think, I think that just whatever changes the water temperature, okay. I think that pushes them around a little bit. And I think that some of the, the, the pear trawling, like in the Great South Channel, I think that when you take that biomass away, mm -hmm. which has happened, and you take those herring out of the picture, there were a lot of fish that would go to that Great South Channel area and then from there disperse out again and then come back 
for that herring spawn. And that was a, that was a, a very big deal. It was a big body of fish. There was a big body of fish in the central Mass Bay, in the, in the central area of the whole New England. And that biomass got hit pretty hard. Okay. Um, got to have food. You know. Right. You gotta have food, gotta and, have food. and and gotta I think eat. it's probably Every not as complicated yeah, as a lot of people want to make it. Mm-hmm. I think that obviously I the think temperature. They're it. I think they're overthinking it. Okay. I think that. I think that that. Yeah, I think they. I think that's where Andy's coming from too. Right. Is I think I yeah. basically he's saying you're overthinking it. This it probably could just be something as simple as that. And and yeah. and also it, everything in nature is cyclical. Sure. I don't care, I don't care what anyone says. Sure. Yeah, that's it's, an agreeable thing on this it, show. You know, it was. Last year, so I we fished. We talked about that how many times, yep. for, for sure. Yeah. So I fished for a couple, for the past three years, I fished in Cape Cod with a buddy of mine, Brett Wilson. Mm-hmm. I, I fished up there on his charter boat. Because COVID, we couldn't get into Canada. You know, those guys, guests couldn't get up there and all. So we, I took guests in, in Cape Cod. There were so many herring, not herring, I'm sorry, bunker, that right. came up on the beach. Right. I mean, it, it was like a... a and because they, they didn't catch the theory, there was that they didn't catch them, you know, down below on the gillnets, yeah, because of COVID, or yep, the saners yeah, didn't get them because yeah. of COVID, and and, yeah. and so these fish kept on coming. They took a break, and right. it was my God, man, we caught fish like like crazy, and it was easy, yeah. And there were and there was bait, there was bunker. I mean, it was a it was all you wanted. So, so yeah. now it seems the fishery is doing really really well though. Fisheries doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. And bait is always a thing, you know. I mean, and I don't want to speak out of school. I'm not tuned up on all of it right now for for a real interview, but you know, the bait thing, you gotta be careful with it. I got news for you. This is not a real interview. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know you know what I'm saying. The the bait thing I don't know about that. Yeah. Bait No, No, you know what I mean. No, bait's key. And I I do not have a list of questions here. I'm not not plugging with things that we're just having a talk about. No, but listen, think about any fishery that, that we know offshore fishery is always dependent on bait. Look at the striped bass, right? Mm-hmm. The migration of striped bass and everything. You know, it, listen, at you know, Manhattan is, is the bunker. Yeah. It's the key it's to life. It's all about the bait, right? I mean, I mean, like, like, let's take this, let's put this in the micro scale, okay? So this weekend, this past weekend was Thanksgiving. I got my brother in town. Spur of the moment, he says, let's go fishing. I'm like, all right, well, let's go grab the bass rods. I got a few good spots out here. Right, we'll head to Coral Springs or whatever. Like, we'll catch some peacocks, right? Because everyone loves that. It's always mm-hmm. a fun thing to do. So let's, let's go have fun in the morning, right? Crack of dawn, wake up. I'll come pick you up at mom's house, and we'll go. That's cool. Grab some peacocks, and, and that's what we did. He walks. It. We. It was okay. We saw a few. We were spot fishing for him and everything like that. And we got. We got a couple peacocks. Well, according to Bouncer. You are the peacock. No, Bassmaster. 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 You are not the Bassmaster. Not, right. not the peacock. I'm, I'm, I'm the Bassmaster. The Bassmaster. But I call myself Lil Bassmaster because every bass <laughs> I catch is under a pound. <laughs> I, I'll catch a thousand of them, but they're all like 12-ounce bass. Oh, boy. Uh, right. You're a little basshole. You're a little basshole. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. Cheers. Right there. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love Lord. It. So anyway, but but he walks away. He goes, you know, really, you don't with the snakeheads and everything. Like you didn't didn't see a lot of bait around. Didn't see a lot of you know. And that was a very good observation because he was right. You know, and yeah. that could have been why we didn't really convert on so many of them. But you know, it, baits always always matters. Bait matters. 
No, no matter what you, no matter what fishery you're talking about, yeah, no matter what yeah. fishery, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty in, simple. In, in, in East, yeah, in Isla, in our spring it, fishery in Isla, if, if the bait's not inshore, you, it's you know you got to get on the bait. You got to get yeah. on the bait. You got to yeah. find the bait, or at least know where it is, and then figure out where the fish are in proximity to it, yeah. or how they're acting to it. And we're talking you all know. the time, and like, hey, did you find it? You know, oh yeah, I'm in here. But, oh yeah, that's where you got to go look, and yeah. you know, and it's the, yeah, it's here, you know, and 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 oh, oh got it. There he is. There, it's it's predictable if you're on the bait. So I'm going to ask a question here. All right, and I, I've likely asked you this before. I, I likely, which you're a very close friend of mine, I already probably know, right? And to set this up, and just to give people a little context. Um, Anthony here, Carl tells me you must have caught over ten thousand bluefin tuna, right? Mm, that's a lot of bluefin might, tuna. Might be. A, might, uh, I was thinking a little, bit of, thinking maybe sales. Little, little bit of an embellishment. Sales, there. Uh, t- sales, sales, right? sales. Tons of giants, maybe he said, right? Yeah, lots of giants. Okay. Lots of, but, yeah, just only, in spite only, of myself. The, <laughs> we'll figure a hundred a year for ten years. There's that's embellishments, a cornerstone of any good story, huh? right? Like two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand bluefin. It's a lot of bluefin. Yeah. It's a lot of bluefin. It's a lot yeah. of bluefin. But I got lucky. I worked for some really good guys. That's yeah. great. <laughs> but sales, sales, so sales, big more big numbers. Yes. Yeah. So my point is, you've been around the block, right? Okay. What originally got you fishing? What originally kept you fishing? What still keeps you fishing today? You know. Since the moment I could grab a fishing rod or a net or a clam rake, I absolutely had to get them. What is it about catching a fish? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I I dammed off the brook behind my house to catch every trout in it. This past weekend. (laughs) This past weekend, I'm staring at this this freaking peacock. I'm staring at this peacock sitting under like a just... And I'm just trying to... Every which way to Sunday... And I'm just like, why won't you bite this freaking lure? Like yeah. the whole thing. And I'm just yeah. like, what is it about this that yeah. that just? I I, I what is it? It's I, the I only could... other thing that you pursue relentlessly that you can't take its clothes off. <laughs> 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 right? I yeah. Yes. I mean, I I I. I <laughs> it's the same kind of deal. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the chase. Maybe it's the you know? the. The whole gig. I don't know, man. So you, so you started since out. I, the, since I was so, a little kid, I couldn't get enough of it. Like having have, a lure, making a, just dreaming about it. Yeah. Yeah. Every day till today. It's like a romantic and he thing did about make, it. He literally. There he, is a romantic he thing about lures it. And soldiers. I mean, I have some, I have some Anthony's lures. He made, you know, I mean, he was this into is, it. This is part of the you Connected know? by Water search, this, this question I'm when asking. Anthony, when Anthony These are things the I want to have the answers to before I die. Do you know what a, you know what a, a big buck will do in, in, you know, in, the, in the rut and everything? When Anthony's mm-hmm. driving his boat, he's... <laughs> <laughs> he's got the lip curl going. Oh, I love know? it. I, yeah, no, I, I love it. And I like, I like all of it. I'm going from here to this boat that we just bought. I'm going up there to go grind on the bottom and fiberglass and paint, and we're putting a new motor in it. Right. I, I mean, all of it. I love. What boat did you just buy? So Yeah, talk about the fleet, because <laughs> yeah. we're, we got four, he's got four boats going on. It's, it's okay. quite an endeavor. It's really Yeah. <laughs> four like, boats. You know? Yeah. And, and, and then I, I've, for the past 13 years, I've had a private job that I take care of a gentleman's boat from Houston. And we just got a new boat. We just acquired the the one of the revenge boats. Okay. So we got a fifty five revenge as well. 
which is wow, pretty 55 cool. Revenge. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I, I I was a mate on it for a long time. Really? Yeah. Now I get to drive it around. It's pretty That's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty neat feeling. It's like a time machine. I feel <laughs> so like what, I'm, what are you doing? Feel like I'm 25, but I but I hurt a little bit. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> yeah. That you know, I was actually having a conversation with someone recently. That you know, well, because I'm what I'm 48 now, right? Old enough, old enough to be able to say this statement, right? Where I still feel like I'm 25 in my head, and I try to explain this to people that are 25. I'm like, listen, mother <laughs> effer, you don't realize that my mindset is still the same as yours. Yeah, but I just heard a little bit more. That's you right. know what I mean, and maybe I've I've had a little like experience things happen every now and then that that maybe make me a little wiser. But in my head, I'm still 25. That's right. So don't think, yeah. don't think that we're thinking differently here, because I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. It is true. I don't know. The yeah. biggest enemy right now for me is Arthur. Arthritis. That's something. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> every morning, I'm like, God damn. You know. Well, all I gotta say is every morning I wake up in the bed and I got to do my serious stretches before I can even get out of <laughs> yeah. You know, so in, in a roll, but it's all good. anyway. So how do you deal with that though, as a professional captains? I mean, right? Hey, tomorrow's another day. We're gonna right? go catch them. They're gonna bite. They're gonna show up. Here we go. I mean, that's I. You know, I, I, people ask me, like, God, you're so big. I'm the eternal optimist. I'm a fisherman. Yeah. I mean, hey, we didn't catch them today. It's all right. Tomorrow we're gonna get them. They're gonna yeah. come. They're gonna come. And I, you know. And I, you know, I, I'm a troller, right? I love to troll. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I love live baiting, and I, but I really love trolling. And yeah. people go, God, how, I do too. How do you? Do I really this? do. And I'm like, you know why? Because at any given moment, it's going to be absolute yeah. chaos. It's going to be incredible, and we're going to be on them. And holy crow, it's going to be incredible. Yep. You know, you know. I'm so, listen, Carl. I'm so happy you're bringing this up because you know we have so many live baiters on this show just because the area that we're in. Yep. Right, and and we're constantly bringing in people from the area to sit oh. at the table and you know they're all oh, live bait live bait live bait and it's fun <laughs> right? it's great you know what yeah. i mean but i'm telling you to this day even even if you tell me you're gonna like a 55 pound bull mahi hitting on the troll and you just hear that real scream it's freaking uh, awesome i'm all over that come on right yeah yeah, I mean, no, it's just something as simple as how we we're, all started out. We're, we're, right? we're, you know I mean? we're hardcore dead baiters. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, hardcore. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I love the live baiting because it's that's what I have to do here. And, yeah. and listen, to go fishing, I don't care. I, I'll, what do I got to do? Yeah, yeah. What's the right? difference? It doesn't care. I don't care the methodology. I want to go, and I still have that drive. Like, I, still, I just want to go. But if, you know, if I could do anything, I would be – plowing around trolling and, and looking because it's a hunt. You know, a lot it's of guys a hunt. I, I think it's, a lot yeah, of guys yeah. don't have the exposure to it is what i think you know they they have a live bait exposure yeah and they don't have live they don't have dead bait trolling exposure like to fish off of fort pierce when they're biting yeah you know i don't mean going to foreign countries where you know yeah, yeah. like you can knock them dead Right. Pretty much out anybody your, out your yeah. front door type you know, stuff. Yeah, fishing I mean, up there in Stewart, fishing up there in Fort Pierce. You know, you get up there and the white birds are on them, and you yeah. you know you put your mess out, and here they come. Mm-hmm. Here they, yeah, and you're and you're and you're here. You know, you're home. One yeah. of the big things for me, I feel like if I'm getting down to my roots of it all, is like because I grew up here, but I really grew up fishing in the Keys, in Marathon, huh. and that like we would spend our summers down there. We had our place down there, and like the school was out, we were down a marathon. And it, the, when you're in school, you're not fishing as much. 
But in the summer, you got it all off, and we're down in the Keys all the time. And we're out there 25 miles off the hump and just trolling. Yeah. And, and, and that's yeah. really where I got my chops. It was more down there than here, to be yeah. honest with you. It's like, yeah, of course I fished out here. And, and even here in the 80s, you're still trolling. Well, I mean, I, you know what my, I mean? A, as a duffer. Trolling for bluefish and, and, little, you know, and what we yeah. call football yeah. bluefin tunas. Sure. You know, two feathers, two cedar plugs. And a cedar plug. Let her rip. Yeah. yeah. And uh, trolling, man. You, you, we're hunting because it's hunting. Yeah. And, and you learn that, like, as a young kid, I can remember, like, you know, seeing, I'm watching, you know, my dad and, and the captains I work for. I think live baiting's looking, hunting, too. You know, they're looking. They're searching. They're looking to work on the surface. They're looking at, they're looking at everything, you know, and it's a hunt. It's just like, you know, you watch guys that are. Avid hunters, Andy, you know, I mean, Andy's a hunter. Poof, you know, guy's incredibly yeah. tactical in everything he does. Those, those poor and, beasts. Uh, yeah, you know, and <laughs> when, when Andy you, walks when into the attack, biosphere. Yeah, when, it, when you attack fishing like that, and I mean, that's the whole thing. And you're putting all these pieces together, right? You're just you're constantly analyzing all day long, constantly. Right. You know, what does the water look like? What's this? And, I mean, it's it's that to me. That's you know, it's a mental game, mm-hmm. and I, I like that. Yeah, it's always neat. Something about making a bait swim right. And, yeah. You know, that's still, I still like that. Yeah. You know, I still. I, so I that's come, what keeps you coming back. Yeah. You know, putting a bait out and looking at it, knowing it's swimming right and that all cattywopped and doing something weird yeah. and, you know. Yeah. I love, think about I, the people that, 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 listen, I mean, the people that you bring in a board with you and that, that you go into the years, like, I guess my question when I say that is like at the end of the year, like, or at the end of the year, the at the end of the day. You're looking at this from from a an experience standpoint, right? And you know, you've you, after we've discussed all these things tonight, I'm looking at this. You you have a myriad of experiences that you can kind of go off on, sure, right? <laughs> that that just kind of really just make you feel warm and fuzzy and all that, right? I mean, and I'm sure you got these more experiences ahead of you. That's got to be what what brings you back to yeah. it. So it's trying to like regrasp that. I mean, you think about the fish you. Like we talk about on some of these episodes, like the one that got away, right? Everyone's got their one that got away, right? Everyone, what's your one that got away? The one? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait a the second. One, the one. The like, one. I, lo- to... I lost one once, but I'll have to think about it. <laughs> no, you got you got a one that got away. I, no. 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 <laughs> No, the that's first, a, the that's first a, person I asked that that, a, that said a, no. That's a hateful story. That's a, I don't that's want to a talk bad about story. That. That's a terrible. Yeah. So you do. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody does. Everybody does. But there's more than one. Yeah. There's always more. Than one. Oh, I know. Tell me one. Tell you one. Fishing with Stuart Campbell in Madeira, and he let me try to hook one, and I thought, oh, this is going to be a slam dunk. <laughs> oh shit, that wasn't so good. Barky's up there on the loudspeaker, and I got the rod in my hand, and this thing comes up. He's like 700 pounds. Wasn't big enough for Stuart to try him on 30. So he's like, all right, just you take him. I'm like, oh, my God. Cool. Slam dunk, right? I whiffed him. I, man, he jumped right at the boat, and I'm like, oh, my God. And bait goes flying out, and I am just mortified. I lost the sea monster. <laughs> I have one. I have one that I remember when he and I were fishing together. Oh, so the tuners one. are biting. Big blue marlin. Big blue. Yeah, yeah big slammer blue one coming in. Yes. Yeah. Tuners are biting. It was in Portugal, and we had to leave. 
to go fish a tournament in Montauk. Oh, I know so, this one. This so, is a good one. This, is a, good, this so, is a good one. We are already. We are already. We're like we're we're our lips hanging down because we're leaving the tuna bite, and okay. we're like. <laughs> we're going to Montauk your to go fish an offshore canyon tournament. Never leave them biting, right? Man, we're just like. <clears throat> and so we leave Gloucester, go up to Paid Narum, switch out tackle, go through this whole big and, deal. And, and this whole thing, I don't know diddly about catching a blue one hardly, right? I mean, <laughs> okay, don't don't count on me. Right? Not your fish. I got. I, I'm and I told him, I'm like, look, man, you got it. You're in charge of this disaster because this so is so you're leaving biting tunas to go catch blue marlin yeah it's just it, this is that we we had to do it we had to do it this okay. was, uh, the boss was you know had had to steal so anyway we get to montauk you had to do it because the boss said so yeah well he was <laughs> he was like entrapped with some business stuff that you know he said okay. that he would be there and it was part of this yeah. deal so, so we going. go down we get there there's like i don't know 12 or 15 boats fishing it maybe maybe not even it wasn't big anyway whatever big deal blows in northeast here comes Northeast Screamer. It's just, you know. So <laughs> in that little boat. We're in the 42. And anyway, I think we, we, like, you run we, we pushed back a day to Montauk. We came okay. down from Gloucester, went to Paid Narum up in Mass and you know, trained out gear. We had to go to the house and swap out and get Marlin gear and get our lures and get all this stuff because we had, had to go back in shore. We had nothing. We go around, we get to Montauk. And we, you know, finally first day of fishing, it's still bland, it's nasty, it's rough as a cob, you know, and we're going to, I guess Atlantis, I don't know, what canyon, whatever. Know, somewhere whatever. far away, somewhere a far away. miles offshore, <laughs> <laughs> middle of the ocean, middle of the ocean. <laughs> you know, it's not like there. two miles off and here. Oh right. man, out there in hell and gone. <laughs> we're like, just like, what are we doing? Yeah, we left in, the in tuna's this, in, this, in this boat that should not be yeah. 100 miles yeah. offshore, and we're right. out you there know. to doing this. <laughs> It's nasty, and he's got this guest with him, this lady lawyer, and everything, and you know, and it, it's just it's, and you know, the water's flying, and all we got to do is catch a fish, a fish, and we're gonna right. win. You know, we're, anybody, anybody catches anything, they're gonna win. Okay, we put our stuff out. Nobody's seen anything. It's you know, anyway, singing songs. We get a bite. Heads in buckets. <laughs> we are. Singing. We got them on. I mean, big, we got we big got blue Marlin. Nice. I mean, a nice one. The greyhounded. Like a really nice one. Like right tagline. <laughs> right tagline. <laughs> and I, I'm going. Yeah, we're on. And we're on. We're on. Wink's yeah. going. We're on. We're on. So he and I, we start clearing, and the boss goes over, and this does what a, what an excited person will do. Free spools. Put it in free spool. The I, boss did it. Zing pow. <laughs> Backlash as big as your, big as like this, like, oh. like a beach ball. Right. How he didn't lose a finger or a nose yeah, or yeah, a yeah, lip. Yeah, or yeah. <sighs> anyway, we, so he that, just independently just went yes, over. And just, well, you know, I mean, he, he's look. He he just made it. He got an excited deal, and and uh, right. He he didn't have a lot of lure experience. None. He didn't realize we had him on. He None. thought we had to feed him. Yeah. And you know, we're fishing with. Heavy tackle, even though we got light tackle, there's still like this thing is big running 80s. like a yeah, it was a, it was big uh, heavy 80s. It was, yeah. it was it was it was anyway. He you know obviously he, the, he but felt it sounds terrible. like this thing was just running like a bull that got no, his balls it, it, just no, flicked. It, it was a nice one. I mean, no, it would have like we would have we would have whacked it and taken it into Montauk, and it would have been it heroes. Oh, oh, we would have won, and we would have been cool. Yeah, we would have <laughs> right. been cool. 
We would have been at Lias Saloon hanging out. That's right. <laughs> Telling stories. Hey, come hey, on over. Buy us a drink. Buy us a drink over here. Man. Oh, uh, it would have been funny as shit. But anyway, we, yeah, anyway, that happens. It, it and, wasn't. And uh, and that didn't happen. And I'll, I will remember that forever. And, we, you know, I felt so bad for Haven, right? I was just like the poor guy. Like that was his, would have been his fish of a lifetime. Oh, yeah. And right. it would have been a nice payday for us. You know, we're sitting there, we're like, whoo, Calcutta money, you know, like, come on. Anyway, that's that's how the story so goes. So that, that's is how it, the story goes. So that's the one that got away one from of them. the boat. That's one yeah, of them. That's on one. that boat. Yeah. <laughs> right, you told me your, your, that day. your, that K- day. your Campbell one that got away. That one. That, is that, that your, That's the one that really burned your that, ass. That pretty well burns my ass. Yeah. Oh, no, I got a lot to burn my ass. I got to think about. Yeah. All right, well, Carl, because this sounds like to me that last one was, that was a long Haven's time ago. fish that got away. Well, it was ours too because there was no, 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 one of the coolest dudes you ever want to meet. No Gentleman, question. coolest yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound J- like him. Just a super great guy. guy. Great guy. We had so much fun with listen, him. He could have cried. Listen, yeah, I don't think, I, I, I really cried. don't think you can really kind of pass judgment on no, 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 people's no. angling skills. We had so much yeah. fun yeah. with him all the time. It didn't matter. Yeah. You know, it was, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Anyway, that was the one that I remember with Anthony. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. There's all, all kinds. There's all kinds. There's you all can kinds. lose them every which way yeah. you can. Yeah. I remember one one eating a spreader bar with Wink, and I didn't crank, and he sucked the rig under, and I can see it, and we were it was we were off a of main, and we hadn't had any bites, and we finally got kind of got on him a little bit, and he, boom, boils the rig, goes down, and cranked it up, boom, and then the last time I got nervous, and I didn't crank, and it stayed under, and he boogered off. And I was like, oh. Gone. Gone. You know, you yeah. got to remember always too. There's an old saying. My dad always said that this this uh, well, German captain from Beach Haven used to say, Max Schoenberg, they're not nailed on; they're just hooked on. There you go. Yeah, that's you a know, good one. Can't you know you? It's, it happens, right? And next. So, so just another another analogy next. of how yeah. fishing is just like women. Yeah. Next, yeah. Is it turn that frown well, around? Yeah, sort of. You nail them, but you can't keep them. <laughs> They're just hooked on, buddy. You, they, they, you still got to work for it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. Listen, guys. Muchas, muchas gracias. Well, for tonight. It's fun. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I've, I've, I've enjoyed talking great, with you guys great, big time. Great to have Really this, good. This, this has been a... Carl, thanks yeah. for introducing me. Anthony, this this has been a really just a pleasant, unexpected surprise tonight. So, yeah. um, thanks for hooking this one up, up, and you know, and Anthony, thanks for yeah rushing here right right from your flight and coming yeah. in and and just, hope I get just to see you again. It's good fun. talking yeah. fishing with us. Yeah, and, talking and, good and stuff. Hanging out and this, this is what we do. Fishkeenm.com. Right? Okay. Go to Isla Mujeres. Yep. Look for the Keenm K E E N M dot com. Um, you'll be entertained. You'll have a great time. 
they will take care of everything for you. They have the hotels, the restaurants, the boat, the whole deal. And, One-stop shop. And they work yep. so hard at it. It's a great family-run business, and I can't recommend it enough for folks that want to go down and have a safe time in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Go to a nice little island that has wonderful restaurants and a great personality and everything. And then... And uh, convenient. It's easy. Convenient, Where do you fly into? Cancun. Cancun. Flying to Cancun. Cancun. I, send Cancun. A, I send a van to go pick you up. Yep. Van brings you to the ferry. You come right over to the island. You come to one of our hotels. Um, you know, everybody that's coming, they usually come for two or three days. I try to, you know, if they're fishing with me, even if they're not fishing with me, I try to go out of my way and meet everybody and talk mm-hmm. to them or have dinner with them or a drink. Sometimes got to eat at Lily's. What's the best time? What's the best time to come? Man, I'm from from January till golly June. That April May fishing's great. April May for me is like. The, you know, the time. You want to go? The time. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. No, you got to you gotta go get in the water with him. You really need to do that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Let's get it on. It's research and development for you. All yeah, right. you'll have a good time. And you got to eat at Lily's, Blue Ballyhoo. Look at it. Gotta, check check gotta, it out on we Insta. We got to eat at Lily's. Graham, Blue Ballyhoo Restaurant. It's incredible. She does an awesome job. I love her to death. Anthony, it yeah. sounds like this is the beginning to a long-lasting friendship. I hope so. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, for sure. Good. For cool. sure. So, right. uh, let, thanks, guys. Yeah, man. This has been nice. Always fun. Been yeah. nice. Papa's Pilar. Skull. Well, see, so we've been drinking the Papa's Pilar. We have. Tonight. We've been drinking the <laughs> sherry cask, and you do it over water, and I do it over my little coconutty, yeah. pineapple thing that apparently Nick is now addicted to. I got him hooked on it. He keeps texting me. He's, yeah. like, he's like, you created the monster. He keeps texting me. He's like, you with, know? with the... I don't want to say the brand name of the, of the coconut because that's a secret. The coconut. Remember, we do a coconutty pineapple thing with with our with our sherry cask, and it just is an absolute slice of heaven. So, um, so Papa's Pilar, they remind you never to be a spectator. We give our love and respect to uh, Frank Myatt here. We're going to dedicate this Amen. entire show to Frank Myatt. Um, rest in peace, and uh, may he rest in peace. Um, and we love the Myatt we family love our dearly. Mike Myatt. Yep, yeah. absolutely, we do. Um, and we want to give a shout out to uh, the Joey Cardi uh, family, uh, which they're just closing out their 92 and Closebridge Viking. We just did an entire apparel package for them, and uh, we're just happy to continually get the support uh, from Joey Cardi Crusher Dot G Pram. Um, and once again, um, you know, if you need a, anything as far as the vehicle goes, um, please uh, just reach out to the the Cardi family and uh, just tell them that the Connected by Water podcast sent you over there and we want to once more thank the finor family for for coming on and supporting this show um and i want to break it down by saying this if you're looking for a company or a brand who knows what the f they're talking about and what they're doing when it comes to what you need when you're out on the water and it's it's Dave. It, 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 I mean, Miss Mr. They're on it. I know what you need. They're on it. And I know how to do it. Right. So They're um Finor. Listen, we don't back brands on this show that aren't completely legit yeah. or aren't completely representative of what we're doing here. Um and if anyone's this is episode hundred and forty two, right? One one forty two. And I think that we've done a pretty damn good job on this show of keeping it core yep. and keeping it authentic and bringing on the real deal players. Anthony is just one more example of that. 
Yep. Um, Carl, you're a regular salt on the, of the show. Earth, salt of the right? earth. Right. So you, you, you know, you know, everyone, everyone who listens to shows, they they know who the hell you are. But I think that the Finor brand is just another example of just saying, we know what we're doing. Yep. We know what the hell we're talking about. This is this is the eyewear for you if you are serious about what you're doing on the water. Yep. Right. And that that's as probably as plainly as blatantly as I could put it. They have style. They have the uh, they have the right lenses. They have all the different lenses for the different type conditions you're going to be in, and and uh, they execute well. And it's a storied brand that's yep. uh, been in sport fishing for. There's a long, history long time. to it too. Yeah. So, Listen, there's history, that, and I'm glad you brought that up. There's the history to the Papa's Pillar brand. Right there's history to to the Finor brand. Yep. Right there's history to the Accardi brand. Eddie Accardi was bequeathed to Joey Accardi. It's a family brand. It's like yep. generationally speaking, right? Yep. Okay. And, and I mean, I'm an artist for the United States, man. I'm a freaking history buff. This this like there's history to that. So it's all encompassing. All that history. It's all about keeping tradition alive. We have apparel in the Connected by Water brand that says celebrate tradition. It's tradition is something that we. Firmly, firmly, firmly believe in around here. I'm not 100% sure, but <laughs> you might believe I think that Ernest Hemingway fished a tycoon fin or rod and reel or two in his He day, did. Which uh, would make Papas Pilar and fin or one hell of a marriage. Look at that. That started yeah. in the very beginning. Fin or came out in 1933. Sounds like it's all connected by water, my friend. It's all connected yep. by water. All right. And I would like to also just give a shout out to our good friends at W Sauce, Baron Burton. And um and I heard, bread. I heard and a little, 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 alive in this little drip well. of that in the morning and your buddy Mary is pretty incredible from what I understand. It's a pretty good, pretty good observation. Yeah. Pretty good observation. I've heard that. All right, listen. Um if you're in the neighborhood here in Lighthouse Point, stop by Papa's Papa's Raw Bar uh, check out the Connected by Water inspired sushi menu. Um if you want really, really good fish in the area. Yep. Um and I think we're gonna say thank you, gentlemen. Okay. okay. Anthony. Thank you. This has been great. Yeah, it has been wonderful. Thanks yes, for bringing sir. the munchkins. <laughs> Skull. Skull. Cheers. Right? Cheers at you. Thank you, guys. All right, we're going to end this how we always do. Your ego is not your amigo. Always do your best. And at the end of the day, just let God do the rest. And do not ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're all connected by one. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Yep. Miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it, a life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6 8 Western. Oh, I'm the old there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.